So I think I will, with that, I will transition into the message. Um, and if you have your notes, you can see uh, we're the, so the passage we're going to start with is Ephesians 2.10. And I mentioned um, the last time that uh, I got to share with uh, Beth and Santiago that uh, um, I have my Bible app that gives me a scripture of the day. And, um, and, some, and so and another thing is uh, I'm giving you a little context where this came from, this message came from this morning. And um, most days I will send a group text to my kids. And it will have um, either an encouragement, scripture verse, um, or just like thinking about you guys, love you kind of thing. And um, and so this verse came up uh, a week and a half ago. And uh, and so I, I forget what I had sent them. And it's too far back in the text thread to, to find it. it. That doesn't matter. But... This passage has just been sitting with me ever since then. And um, so that's where it had come from. And so I'll, I'll read it to you. And this is from uh, God's Word translation. Um, it says, God has made us what we are. He has created us in Christ Jesus to live lives filled with good works that he has prepared for us to do. And there's some translations that say um, we're God's handiwork, we're God's workmanship. Um, and the interesting thing is the, the Greek word for handiwork, workmanship, is poema, which we may or may not, down the linguistic you know, generations, get the word poem from it. There's some debate about that, but... Uh, there is one translation that says, we are God's poem, you know? And so, uh, and this has been a life verse of mine. Uh, it's because I've always wanted to please the Lord. I've always wanted to do, um, I, so this this uh, message, I, I titled it The Simplicity of Service. And I've been serving the Lord since I was a teenager, like 16 years old. Um, and whatever church I find myself in, I find myself doing stuff. I can't help myself. And I'm not looking for accolades. I'm not looking for anything. It's just, you know. Servant's um, You can say that, a servant's heart. Um, I think it's just how God made me. And so, and, uh, so this is a life verse for me. And as we go through, um, I don't want anybody to think, I'm like, oh, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. And especially like, you know, the team just went to Guatemala and like, why didn't you go? <laughs> I didn't go, but I'm here with you. And this is where the Lord wants us this morning. Um, so if anything connects with you, it's because I'm preaching to myself and I'm probably just like you on that point, you know. So I just wanted to put that out there because whenever, you know, ministers talk about service, 
usually there's like, you know, we need workers in CM, you know, in children's ministries. We need people to do usher. We need this. We need that. And that's not where this is coming from at all. This is just a life verse that has just been just marinating in my heart for the last week and a half, two weeks. And, and as I went, as I was just thinking about it and praying about it, it formed into a message. And so that's where we're going with this. And um, so you can see um, the first point, it says, saying yes. Um, there's a passage in Psalm 19, verse 14, and this is from the Living Bible. It says, May my spoken words and unspoken thoughts be pleasing even to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Um, yeah, the Lord has, has made us um, who we, like the pastor, God has made us who we are. And you know, like Maria was saying, she's choosing to find the moments to be grateful. And um, that's saying yes. It's like it's opening up when she has her kids or her grandkids. It's like I am opening my heart and saying yes. And when she doesn't have her grandkids, she's like opening up her heart and saying. Yes, the next time I have my grandkids. You know, it's um, to, uh, a, a, life, a life of service is about saying yes. It's about finding those moments of saying yes. And, um, and it's also about having a heart that's just open to pleasing the Lord. Um, I didn't think of this un- until just now. Like, I chose the the sacred reading separately from the message. I wasn't trying to link them together, but, you know, a lot of times you can grab two random passages of Scripture and you can find a connection. And, um, but, uh, and I lost my train of thought. Um, It will come back to me. Oh, pleasing. Uh, yeah. So we, we talked about um, in, in, the, in the sacred reading, be saturated with prayer and tell him every detail of your life and just laying things before him, having an open heart. And, and so uh, those, uh, those two things in the planning of this morning didn't link until just now. So... Um, but yeah, finding ways to say yes. And so I'm gonna, you guys can just yell out, but is there a way that you would find just in everyday life where a way that you can serve in, in ways you're just saying yes to the Lord? Um, I know that's very vague. Because you guys are like, what? Um, so for me, it's like, um, you know, when I, when I get my, when I have my kids over for visits, um, 
I can you know, just sit on the couch with my phone and not pay attention to them or just hang out. But there are, there are times when, uh, oh, I was talking to Caesar this morning. Um, my middle son, Asher, he's getting into photography and he's like, Dad, can we go for a drive? I want to take some photos. And I'm like, yes. You know, did I want to pile everybody in the car? And, and we have, a, we have a place that we love to go to. It's up on Skyline Boulevard above Saratoga and it has this vantage point, this gorgeous lookout and it's great for taking photos. It takes about 45 minutes to get there. And, you know, I kind of wasn't in the mood to take a drive, but at the same time, I could see that it was going to, one, make him happy, two, uh, tap into his creative side, and three, get us out of the house, you know? And um, is that an act of service? Maybe. I, I feel it is because I feel like I was serving my kids, putting my immediate wants and needs to the side so that my kids could experience, experience something, do something, you know, be creative. And as soon as we got up there, you know, Asher takes his camera out and then Lillian and Salem with me, they pull their phones out and I pull my phone out. Next thing you know, we're like, you know, snapping all these photos and, you know, they, they got some really great shots. And, um, and um, anyhow, does any, does that ring a, you know, is there something that you would think that would be, uh, an act of service, some, some way you can say yes to the Lord? More than, yeah. No, you can go first. I've already talked. With my nephew, a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, with my nephew, a lot of times, um, I'll FaceTime to talk to his mom. And he will automatically get on and want to do games on the phone, which I'm not very well at or know even what I'm doing but you know he's six and he knows all about it and that's what he wants to do so we'll just spend an hour playing just different games that he picks up or going through different um designs and stuff that he likes and was it my first plan no but it's the way I show love to him and show that he's important to me and that I love him and I would say that would be one of my yeses Mm -hmm. very good um, I love prayer, and I think it's really important, and I think it's something that you can always, like, it's always accessible to you, and so whenever, um, no matter how small, no matter how big, like, whenever someone, um, like, whenever I hear that someone is struggling, you know, it could be like, one of our two-year-olds got their fourth paper cut, not really, but they just want the Band-Aid. Um, or it could be, you know, like my sister yesterday, she was having some issues. Like it could be something as small or something as big as that. And, um, you could always just take a couple of minutes to, to pray, um, and to like literally stop what you're doing and to just pray. Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be this like long heartfelt 20 minute prayer. It literally could just be like, okay, dear God. Please help Nine Eyes Ouch to feel better. Amen. 
Um, and like, that's literally it. And I just think that it, one, postures my heart um, of gratitude, you know, but then also of recognizing God's power in my life and therefore the power that I have with him living inside me. Um, and then just keeping him involved in my day-to-day, um, which I need him in my day-to-day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's huh. what I would say. Oh, good. That's kind of what I was thinking, but I was like, I don't know if this applies. When I first thought, I was I didn't know if it applied, but maybe it does. Um, when I'm driving and I see people, I, I don't know, I, I feel led to pray for them. I don't know if it even, <laughs> you know, but... I don't know. I guess that's a small thing that, you know, um, if I see someone or if I see someone struggling, you know, struggling to cross the street or, you know, just, I don't know. I always pray that God heals their mind, heals their body. It's just those kinds of things. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. Very good. You know, I keep thinking of, uh, and some people will not remember, you remember Betsy? Yes. The year of yes, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. The year of yes. Mm-hmm. So Betsy used to, uh, she played piano for us. She worked here at the, the school. And I remember one year she, you know, she started and she said, I'm going to try for the entire year to just say yes. Not to, to say no, I'm just going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for some reason, I, I just, I wrapped my head around that and I'm like, Really? I mean, you know, but the more I think about it, the more I realize that maybe that's not such a bad idea, right? Mm -hmm. Just instead of trying, you know, just try to say yes a little more often, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's the the path toward servitude is, and I don't know about the rest of you, but when I'm in service to God, I feel good about myself. I feel good about everything, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I enjoy service because, I don't know, it just, it puts me in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Very good. And you actually are transitioning me to my next sub-point of, of saying yes. <laughs> so we said checking our hearts, finding ways to say yes, and then being okay with saying no. And I only say that because whatever you say yes to, you say no to a whole bunch of other things. So maybe our no's are invitations to say yes to something else. Um, and there's a balance. You know, um, I love Betsy. And um, that saying yes to everything, you know, there, the Lord was working on something in her heart. I don't know any of the details. And I do remember that year that there was just an exuberance about her. You know, in wanting to say yes, it was like opportunity everywhere. You know, and maybe that can become overwhelming or not, you know, depending. It would become overwhelming for me. Um, but trying to say yes as much as possible is saying, what can we do? How, you know, in whatever situation. And so um, I like that. But then also... You may know you have this priority over here and somebody's coming up saying, please say yes. And I'm like, I would love to say yes. But the priority over here is, is taking my yes, not taking, is 
you know, I'm giving my yes to this priority because this over here doesn't quite stack up. We can say yes to a whole bunch of stuff and then we're just running around without focus. You know, the simplicity of worship, or not worship, the simplicity of service is, is finding ways to say yes that focus our giftings, that focus how the Lord has created us, that focus us so that we can be productive for the Lord and we can be a support to one another. So, um, yeah, and my next point, service within community. Um, the, the passage that we're, you know, in Ephesians 2.10, it says God has made us. The whole thing is in the plural. And I know for me, I've taken that and saying, you know, God has made me. I am his workmanship. But as I was looking at this, I realized that we kind of need to take a step back. God has made us. We are his workmanship. We are his handiwork. And created in Christ Jesus to live lives filled with good works. Um, To me, that's a speaking of the body of Christ. And there are principles of living within community that um, that I want to say this some communities have certain characteristics and even even this Valley Life Church um, you know it started out as a church plant like most church plants do they just want to reach people for Jesus. But then, as people come and go, different aspects of the life of the church emerge. And there was a time when it was highly evangelistic, and then there was a time that it was highly focused on worship, and there was a time that it was um, focused on expansion. And um, you know, Pastor Stewart has said that they have sent out like a dozen church planting groups from this congregation, which is hard to believe because we're really small right now. But at one point, there were a few hundred people here. But from that few hundred people, the Lord would raise people up and say, you know, I think it's time for us to go and plant a church in this neighborhood. And Pastor Stu and the other pastoral staff were like, go for it. And so, um, and then... That season had come to a close, and then this place turned into like a hospital and where people would come and rest. And for whatever reason, they were, you know, they needed healing. And the Lord provided healing here. And, um, and so there's been all sorts of iterations of this place. And within that the Lord has allowed people to serve. And, um, and so this even is, you know, our families, our individual families. We all have different ways to, like the Barbosas, I mean, you guys are into education and sports. And, and so you, that puts you in inroads 
that I won't necessarily have. I'm not sports oriented, so I won't really connect with those people. But you have a wide open door. And, um, you know, and Kendra, you, you with education and especially tutoring, you know, people, they come and, and you're able to shape them and support them. And it's a work of service, but it's something you love. I, I, when you start talking about, about that, you get the biggest smile on your face. I can see that your heart is just to help people make connections in the way they learn. And it can be in language arts, it can be in math. Math is your big deal. But, you know, and it doesn't matter. And even with the, the little preschoolers, you know, your heart to serve the Lord with them is just amazing. And then, Maria, you, with prayer, if anybody needs anything prayed about, just go see Maria. And, yeah, and it, it's a, it is a privilege, but it's also, it's the way the Lord has gifted you and raised you up. And so it's, it's an honor to have you with us because we know that when we need prayer, we can go to you and we connect with God. So, um, Anyhow, <laughs> well, and, and that's and, and so that's that's where I was going is you know service within community and it's um, God has created us in groups as the body of Christ so that we can serve and um, there is. One thing that it's a one one uh, thing on my notes says one another first, and in Romans twelve ten it says be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, share with the Lord's people who are in need, and practice hospitality. In the Gospels, it says, um, Jesus says to his disciples, you will, the, the world will know you are my followers by how you love one another. And we've, we've talked about loving one another and serving one another as, uh, uh, as ways to be the body of Christ, to be a, a light in the world. And something you'll notice about me is I can't just say one thing, I have to say the other side. So I just said one another first, but don't forget yourself. Um, in Mark 12, 29 to 31, it says, Jesus is uh, answering the question, what is the most important commandment? And he says, the most important one is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. And I find myself saying that you know, we can't give what we don't have. And where do we get the, the resources to love? It's by investing in ourselves and, and not in the, you know, you know, bring it on, you know, kind of thing. It's, it's taking time and, you know, in the morning to connect with the Lord 
which whatever way works best for you. There, there's been sermons and series and books and all sorts of things that um, say, oh, this is the best way to connect with the Lord. No, the best way is the way you'll do it. If you're not going to do it, then that's not the best way. But if you find a way that you can say yes to connecting to the Lord, then that's the way. Um, and But also, um, doing things that make you happy. You know, um, I love roasting coffee. I love coffee. And, you know, what's that? We should talk. <laughs> um, because... Uh, well, it's just something that I enjoy. I, I just really, it makes me happy, a, a beautiful cup of coffee. Um, and so I carve out one night a week, and, um, you know, Maria can attest to the smells of roasting coffee wafting through my back door. Um, and so, and most of my neighborhood, because it's, it's, it's not a subtle smell. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, as I'm doing that, it's tapping into my creative side. It's tapping into my, I love to cook. I love, you know, to do those sorts of things. Those make me happy. They're not a grind, you know. And um, so just finding times and ways to, you know, connect with the Lord, but also do things that recharge and fill you up so that you're in a better place when the opportunity to say yes happens. You feel like you have a reserve and resource. And, um, and then the last thing with the service within community is um, the sum is greater than its parts. It still amazes me how this little community gets so much done. You know, and I know post-COVID we're, we're still in the reforming, you know, but uh we weren't able to do our Easter festival this year, but there were years when, I mean, we would average like, you know, 75, 100 people on Sunday, but we would do our Easter festival and bless 2,000 people in a day. You know, we would have ESL classes and, you know, and bless people with that. And And then just the school as well. I mean, there's like... 150 students and their families, and they all get blessed just from the what this small congregation has established. And so it's the sum is greater than its parts. And when we say yes to one thing, I know that, uh, especially serving one another, there's ripple effects that we have no idea about. And so, um, and then the, the last part, walking in the way prepared for us. And I kind of already alluded to this before that um, we, you know, the Lord has put us into groups and put us into the body of Christ, into families and to teams and this and that. Um, and in a way, when we find, I believe that the Lord utilizes those those groups to prepare a way for us to go and um and so that's 
um, yeah, I just I think that's important just to begin to to learn about the you know the groups that we're in, the people that we're serving with, get to know them better than we, and not that we're being like hardcore strategic, but when you get to know your neighbor, then you get to know what makes them tick and then how to connect with them. And then, you know, who knows? You say yes to them or together you say yes to something else. And um, and then service can just happen. And, um, and so I think... I don't have time to get into my last couple couple points, but I want to end on this is to trust the process. Um, sometimes we we don't really know what to say yes to, don't really know what to say no to. Sometimes we feel like we're in a rut. And then sometimes we feel we have so much going on that we don't know which way is up. And um, uh, my good friend, Joey, he's, he texts me a lot and he says, trust the process, dude. And, you know, because sometimes I'll text him, I'm like, could use some cover, could use some prayer, you know. And, uh, and he does back and forth and we're always encouraging one another. But as I was thinking about that, um, it reminded me of the 23rd Psalm. So I'm going to read that to us. And this is out of the, the New Living Translation. And it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. To me, I love the Psalm 23, and uh, there is one word in the Psalm that is the whole thing for me when it said, going through the darkest valley. That is a word that gives me hope that I'm not going to stay there. I'm going through it, and I'm on my way out. Mm -hmm. That's what the Psalm gives me. Thank you, uh, thank you Maria. Yeah, so this passage for me, it all rests on that first verse, the Lord is my shepherd, I have all that I need. And 
yeah, all all of it um, is is just very very rich. But you know, for our our you know our message this morning, the simplicity of service is you know, the Lord is our shepherd. He has he has created us to do good things to love one another to to love the world around us and he has provided all that we need to do it and um and uh, you know and again to trust the process like like maria said yeah there there can be hard times we do find ourselves in hard times but it's you know through and the lord will bring us through um, cause, uh, we're not done till we're done. And, uh, and that's not for us to say when. <laughs> so anyhow, um, those are just some of my, my thoughts this morning. Well, I had a lot more, but it's, it's time to, it's time. I'm done. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for the opportunity for us to gather. I thank you for your word. And um, I thank you for our team who is traveling to Guatemala or maybe even has landed in Guatemala. Lord, bless them uh, in their acts of service this week. Lord, they've um, carved out a week's worth of their schedule to serve our brothers and sisters in Christ who are in severe poverty. And um, so, Lord, make every way for them and allow them to be as productive as possible. And um, I'm, I'm grateful for that work of service that is happening now. And, so, and um, with us today, I pray that you would, um, you would just help us to be to find ways to say yes to you, to connect with your heart and with, and to listen to your Holy Spirit, Lord, that we can love one another and, um, and be servants, not for our own sake, but that, um, we would be a blessing to those around us. And, um, and Lord, I also just pray as we have some fellowship afterwards that, uh, it'd just be an opportunity to love one another. In Jesus' name. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. All right, thank you for joining us, those on YouTube. Um, we had a lot going in this direction. I know you couldn't see them. Hopefully you could hear them. And um, have a great week, and we will um, hopefully see you soon. And... Uh, Caesar's making lunch for us, so uh, Mediterranean food this this afternoon. So uh, let's let's go and have lunch together. All right, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>